Hello, guys. It's me, Victoria, your host of Gossip Committee. And my co-host is not here today. Tear. I'm so sad. But you know what, guys? She has really been put through the damn ringer with her kids and them being sick. And like, they're okay now. They're okay. But like, it's just, it's because they're little, two kids under two. They're both at daycare. So they get the sicknesses and then they pass them to each other and they're different for different things. And it's, it's a lot, but, and she works a full-time job and also like home is a full-time job too. Like you got if you have a full-time job and kids like laundry, dishes, a husband, like none of that stops. So she has just been like dealing with it and she had to get caught up on a lot of work, a lot of house things. Um, so she's not here today. So it is me solo dolo. Oh guys. Um, okay. My nose itches. I need to pick my nose for a second. Hold on. I'm not picking it, but I'm just like itching it. It's not cute, but, um, anyways. Um, okay. So I'm by myself today again, second time. Uh, am I going to kill it? Like I did the first time and did I even kill it? I don't even know. <sighs> Guys, anxiety just because, um, okay. So uh, what, what can I update you guys on what's been going on this week? Okay. First thing I just want to congratulate myself. I, this is my, this was my fourth week. I didn't work out today, but I'm planning on working out after this if I can somehow make time for it. But this is my fourth week. That means a month. I'm a month into working out pretty much five days a week, guys. Like that is insane. I'm so proud of myself. I, I, I can't remember if I told you guys this yet, but like when I went into this, I literally could not do one single push up. Like I have video proof of the first day, me showing Lucas, like, babe, like, look, like I can't do one push up, And he's like, show me. And I'm like, okay. And I show him and I am struggling. Okay. So yeah, I couldn't do one single push up. You guys, I got back down on the floor and did 10 motherfucking push ups the other day, like a week ago. And I am so proud of myself. So while I'm not really seeing like results, in the mirror, like I am physically getting stronger and that is improvement. Those are, that is a result. So I'm very proud of myself. And I just had to tell you guys about that because it's exciting. Um, also, uh, wedding stuff. We got the DJ squared away. That's good. Um, the event person like is supposed to get back to me with a quote, stressing me out. Anyways. Um, so I'm, I think when the time comes where I'm supposed to have a wedding reception on May 26th, I'm just going to let you guys know if it happened or not, because it is stressing me the fuck out. And I'm kind of regretting like it being a thing. Cause I'm like, I could get this with that money. I could get this with that money. But like, I also have to remember, like, this is a celebration of me and Lucas and Lucas might not have been here. And also we've been together for almost 13 years. Like that needs to be celebrated. So I need to shut the fuck up and just be happy about it. I just don't like planning stuff. I'm not a planner person. I'm not good at it. And I don't have a wedding planner. So stress. Okay. What do I want to talk about today, guys? What I want to talk about today is parenting. 
Um, we've obviously talked about parenting a lot on the podcast. I feel like Madison would have really liked to be a part of this conversation, but if she has anything to say about it, she can just join in next week. Um, but what I want to say about it is that I am currently just really, really, really struggling. Um, you know, Callie is very smart, like vocally, like he speaks very clearly. He doesn't speak like a little, you know, four-year-old, like he just turned four. Um, and obviously at this young age, like there's no impulse control and they pick up on things very quickly. And I was just telling Lucas the other day, I was like, I feel like I am being verbally, mentally, and physically abused by my child. And it is so hard to keep it together and not be triggered by it. Um, And it's also hard to not care what other people think about your parenting because I think majority of people have it wrong when it comes to parenting. I think when they see a kid acting, I mean, obviously it depends on the age, but when they see like a little kid, like a toddler acting out in public and, you know, saying mean things or hitting, they think, oh, that child is spoiled or, oh, that child needs to get their ass whooped. Um, And that is just so not the case. Like that should never be the solution. Like my child is very aggressive and very abrasive. And those are going to be the things that he can apply to his life later on when he's older. And they can be the things that make him the most successful. Like he doesn't like to take no for an answer. He is very strong willed. Um, He fights for what he believes in. And he is extremely, extremely persuasive. Um, At this age, it it is a little complicated um, because he wants to jump off the walls and jump on the furniture and jump off tables and do dangerous things and like, you know, things that he just can't do. And like when you tell him no, it's a shit show. And I think this is obviously relatable. Like a lot of parents go through this when their kids are toddlers and it, it would not make sense to ever correct his behavior with more abrasiveness, more aggressiveness, um, being physical with him, Anytime that has happened, because obviously I'm human, his dad is human, like we don't have as much patience one day as we do the other. Um, You know, we have lost our cool before and yelled or spanked him and it never ends good. It's just like, it's always a regret. Like we just never feel good about it. Something that I think is like, really important at this age is just modeling 
the behavior you eventually want to see in them. You're not going to see it right now. I saw something on TikTok that was like, instead of acting strong, be strong. Like, you don't want to be embarrassed by people. You don't want people to think that you are like this pushover parent that lets your kid get away with all of these things. So you act strong. But what shows the most strength when it comes to being a parent is controlling your emotions, remaining calm in situations where you are being verbally abused or physically abused by your child. Obviously, it's it's not really abuse because in, in their eyes, like they don't know what abuse is, um, but it feels like it. <laughs> And that's what triggers parents. Um, What shows the most strength is remaining calm. And that doesn't make you a pushover parent. That makes you different. And that is what needs to happen when these little tiny brains are growing. Like if you spank them or you yell at them, they're going to think that that is acceptable, that that is how how humans work they're hitting and then they're my parents are hitting I'm hitting my parent my parent is hitting me back I'm yelling my parent is yelling back at me like it only makes sense that they would think okay like I'm gonna continue to yell and hit because that's what my parents do when they you know get mad at me like that's obviously what works like it, it, it just it's so wrong and I don't understand how anybody could actually think that is going to be the best for your kid in the long run. At this age, when their brain is still developing, you have to think about it like this. A toddler brain, I would say, is probably very similar to a drunk brain. The parts of the brain that help with impulsiveness and give them like um, the ability to think through things are not developed yet. When you're drinking, those parts of the brain are like kind of turned off, essentially. Can you reason with a drunk person? No, like they never get it. They repeat things over and over again. And you're just like, okay, you're not getting it because they're drunk. Um, If you fight a drunk person, are they 100% probably going to try and fight you back? Yeah, I would say nine times out of 10 probably. What creates those core memories in kids are the times that they lo- that they lose their cool. Like or the times that they're really 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 excited. So when they grow up, they're going to be able to remember times when like they either were so 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 angry and their nervous system was like going because of their anger or because of their excitement. If they remember those times and they remember like, okay, I was the whacked out one, but how was my parent acting? And they remember you trying to breathe with them or trying to hug them or trying to speak love onto them or pray with them. They're going to remember that. They're going to be like, I was having a meltdown and my parent was trying to work me through it. But like, if you act like a psycho bitch, 
they're going to remember that too. And dude, every single time I like deal with my kid in a way that is healthy and positive when he's being a little asshole, dude, I would say 99% of the time, five minutes goes by, he's completely forgot about what he was just literally throwing a fit about. And he randomly will just be like, I love you, mom. And I feel like that's like his guilty conscious, conscience, conscious. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's his guilty conscience, like saying like, okay, I overreacted. I exploded, but my mom kept it cool and she was calm and she was there for me and I need to tell her I love her. And that happens so often. And it's just, it just makes me feel like, okay, I am doing this right. At the end of the day, you could feel exhausted and overwhelmed and literally feel like the energy has been sucked out of your soul. But like, if you were able to get through it without spanking your child or yelling at your child or saying terrible things to your child, like you deserve a pat on the back. And I just really wanted to talk about that because I think, you know, this isn't just for parents. This is for other people that just witness parents doing their thing. Like if you see a parent in the grocery store, just having a hard time, just like, I don't know, stop and give them some kind words or just say like, hey, you're doing a good job or try not to judge like if they are unfortunately like kind of yelling at their child because it happens. Like it, some days you just can't like contain yourself because you're human and it's hard. And on those days, you just have to try and give yourself grace and apologize, apologize to your child so that they know like, okay, you're human. I'm human. I'll make mistakes too. But as long as I apologize for them and I'm self-aware that what I did wasn't nice, then that's okay. Like we're supposed to be mentors. We're supposed to guide. We're supposed to help them. Anyways, that that's my little spiel on, on parenting. It's wild, guys. It's so wild. Like having a child just becomes, it becomes your like entire life and priority and job. And it's just, scary and you don't want to like mess up and you don't want to do the wrong thing and you don't want them influenced by the wrong people. And, you know, I could go on and on and on and on. Go parents. I see you and I know it's hard. Wait, speaking of toddlers or my child specifically, he like, oh my gosh, he recently, not recently, kind of for a while. Like, so when I go pick him up from school in the afternoons and the teacher like brings him to the door, I'm like, hi, baby. And he literally doesn't respond to me. So I'm like, how was your day? Silence. And I'm like, did you have fun? Nada. 
And I'm like, okay, give me a hug. Literally doesn't move. So I got to lean down and like give him a hug. And like, honestly, like I don't need to be looking for him to like love me. I just need to like grab him and kiss him and, and embarrass him like a parent should do to their kids. Absolutely. With affection all the time. Um, but like I get in my head because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope his teacher doesn't think that he like hates me or something because he like ignores the fuck out of me. And then when his grandma or grandpa or I think even Lucas too, like go to pick him up, he'll like run to them and be like, Fava. he just like yells their name and runs to them like he hasn't seen them in 10 years. So that's the kind of love I'm looking for. And I just like, I hope the teacher doesn't think that I like am just the most terrible parent. And like, why isn't my kid happy to see me? It breaks my heart. It literally breaks my heart. I get super legit sad. And sometimes I'll give him shit for it. But most times like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you're making me sad because like, it's just my job to make him feel loved. So, um, yeah, that was just like a little side note um yeah that, that's something that makes me sad guys and and am I the only one I like I feel like kids are just are naturally like excited to see their parents and I know my kid loves me but like the love is just not there when I pick him up from school and it, it makes me sad um okay Okay, let's talk about, this is going to be pretty short, I think, but let's talk about scary movies. I used to be obsessed with scary movies before I started dating Lucas and like literally when I was a kid, like I watched The Exorcist at 10 years old. Thank you, bonus mom, for um, literally trying to torture me. Um, I loved it back then. And all of a sudden, I cannot like get on board with scary movies. First of all, I I have to if if somebody forces me to watch a scary movie, I literally have to watch like this. Oh wait, hold on. My ears covered. They're already covered, so I can't. My ears covered and my eyes like this. Like I'll watch through the cracks of my fingers and like I <laughs> my heart drops if there's a moment that I'm like not expecting and somebody like jumps out. It, jump scares. Like I, I can't, but like, I used to be obsessed. I would take Lucas to like watch paranormal activity and I love like final destination and Texas chainsaw massacre and like exorcism of Emily Rose, Rose, whatever. Like I loved the conjuring. I loved all of those things. Like I was lit for scary movies. Like what are we watching tonight? A scary movie. Um, I can't do it. Like, I can't do anything. I'm too scared. I'm too close to God that, like, if I watch a scary movie, it's bad vibes. Like, I just feel like some bad juju. I feel like the devil is... The other day, I was walking into our bedroom and Lucas put on something and there was, like, an ad for a scary movie on. And I literally looked at it and I looked away. I was like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. Because it was, like, some scary face. And I was like, fuck this that's scary. That's going to be like in my subconscious when I go to sleep at night. And I just don't know how people do it. And I feel like as I've gotten older and my anxiety has gotten worse, like I feel like I haven't been to Six Flags in forever, but I feel like I'm going to be scared of roller coasters. Um, 
I feel like my brain is just like too, like I'm too much of a realist these days that I'm like, I'm not trying to see anything that involves the devil because the devil is real. Like I'm not trying to get possessed. I'm not trying to bring those, invite those like that, those weird energies into my house. Um, like I used to do Ouija boards when I was 10 years old. Like I begged for a Ouija board for Christmas and did it in my ranch, like old ass house in Buckhead. And it was like super haunted and I loved it. And I was like, I wanted to see a ghost or something. And now I'm like, hell to the no, don't bring that bad vibe around me. So yeah, if you're somebody that likes to watch scary movies and you want to hang out with me, I'm probably not going to watch a scary movie unless you want to cuddle and like hold me like a baby. So scary movies, I'm not down. It's so weird. I still feel like it's so weird when I do a podcast by myself and like nobody talks back to me. <laughs> that part's weird because it's just like, what more can I say about scary movies? I don't know. I just don't like them. Um, I like thrillers and like, oh, and also that's another thing. A lot of scary movies like kind of suck. Like there's no point. There's no plot. It's not put together well. Like if it actually has like good actors, actresses and a nice plot and like a story, like maybe I'll give it a chance. I like thrillers. Anyways. Okay. Moving on. Okay. So the last thing that I want to end on me and Lucas, mainly Lucas, cause he's the one that makes all the money, but we decided to, I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Let me figure out how to say it correctly. Um, tithe. tithe. Okay. We, how do you say that in a sentence though? Use it in a sentence for me, please. Okay. So I don't know if I'm using this correctly in a sentence, but we, um, did tithe for the first time. And what that is, is you give 10% of your earnings to the church. And like, we have never done this. Like we've always been religious. Like we've gone to church on and off for the majority of our relationship, but we've never like really given to the church. Um, but we literally gave 10% like of the last three of Lucas's paychecks. Um, cause he's been like working so much and it was like a lot of money, like money we could have definitely used. Like, um, we're not like balling like that, but we were so happy about it. And we felt like we just like took the next step in our relationship with God. And we felt like, that was us like letting him know, like we have complete and total faith in you. We know that you will provide. We know that we can lean on you um, in times of need and in times of wanting comfort. And yeah, so we did that. And literally after we did that, so many little struggles have just come into play. Like Lucas pulled his back. Um, I edited a full podcast and then exported it and imported it into the podcast platform and then realized that like 10 minutes of a conversation was missing. So I had to like delete that and then like re-edit it. Like it was annoying. What else happened that was bad? Oh, Lucas scratched his truck. 
<laughs> that was bad. He was really upset about that. That was like the next day. And I was like, dude, this is the devil being pissed off that we were like, yo, God, like we're here. We have faith in you. Fuck the devil. It's okay. We're fine. Everybody's fine because God is going to pull through when we need it most because honestly, he always has. So yeah, hopefully I don't keep everybody from doing the whole tithe thing because we had a string of unfortunate events. Um, all I can say is that God is going to pull through when we need it most, or he's going to pull through in a way bigger way than the devil has tried to bring us down. And I have complete and total faith in that. Yeah. Those are the vibes. Okay. There's one more thing that I, I do want to say. Um, even though I don't think I need to say it, I'm not a robot. I'm not going to be the same person. Um, I'm not going to bring the same kind of energy every single episode. Some days I come on here to record and I am more unfiltered in one episode than I am the next. Some days I'm more outspoken and say things that I probably get on to edit. And I'm like, "Mm, probably shouldn't have said that. Like that's normal. I'm not going to always be happy with things that I say. Can't wait to have Madison back next week if she doesn't leave me. I hope like sometimes I watch the episodes, guys, and I'm like, oh, like I cut her off or oh, I was a little bit too hard on her about that or oh, why am I so blunt? Like, trust me, I wish I was more graceful. of a human being. I wish I wasn't so abrasive with my thoughts. I know I can be a little all over the place, especially when I don't have Madison here, or I don't know, maybe we're a little all over the place just in general, but like, Hey, you guys got a warning. The first clip we released on this podcast was like, yo, welcome to the shit show because it is a shit show. This isn't like, this isn't a podcast where you're going to get your a checklist on how to be like the perfect human being. This is a podcast where you go and you just try and talk and get through your day because life happens and there's shit going on in the world that it doesn't make sense. And being a mom is hard and having sex with a person that you've been with for like ever can sometimes be hard and also fun. And we want to talk about it when it's fun because yay, sex after 13 years. Woohoo. Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, it's just a place to come and like relate with us on some topic, whether it's deep or not deep at all on surface level. Like it's just a place to be all over the place because that's how life is. Life is here and life is there and life is here and life is there. And now I should be Dr. Seuss and write a book here, there, everywhere. Um, yeah, guys, I'm never going to have my shit together. I don't think, uh, I think I'm just going to be like this crazy mess of a human being and I'm going to attract other messes of crazy human beings, but that are good people. And I'm fine with that because I like a little craziness in my life. So yay. Love you guys. Mean it. Bye. All the sound effects stop. Okay, bye.